1: Well, we are back again today with my friends daryl and dorinda wilson uh they are the parents of eight children who range in age from 10 to almost 24. my husband and i have seven children who range in age from four to uh almost 24 (laughs) and we've been doing this this parenting thing uh for a while uh together we lived in the same town uh for a while and and uh, dorenda you were actually there when one of my babies was born yes yes and you were there when one of mine was born that's right that was my foray into c-section so really exciting (laughs) exciting times for me Um, i want to read this i'm going to start off uh today by just I want to talk about how we can t- determine what God wants for our family because I don't want to leave anybody with the impression that we've got this all figured out and we know what you should be doing for your family. Right. We're really here to talk about what the Lord has has done in our hearts and so I found this actually Google searched um, you know how do I know when I how many children I'm supposed to have should I have children at all and I found this really interesting uh, this interesting quote over at got questions which I don't normally I don't know that I t- typically go to got questions but I thought <laughs> that's actually that's that's interesting. So I'm going to read this to Daryl and Daryl and I want them to sort of give us their thoughts um, off the cuff. They actually haven't heard me read this yet. This says, even though God has declared children to be a blessing from him, there's nothing in the Bible that states every married couple must have children. Perhaps the best course of action for those who don't want children, or at least at the moment, is for the couple to examine their motives for this decision. Only the couple can say for sure whether motives and attitudes are unacceptable in God's sight. Selfish motives, for example, would certainly not be pleasing to God. Neither would putting careers or the pursuit of worldly gain ahead of having a family be pleasing. The only way we can really displease God with our decision about children is by an ungodly attitude—in other words, not trusting Him—to take care of us in our situation. We must place our faith in Him and rely on Him to guide us through all situations and decisions that arise in life. If the question is whether or not to have children because of career dreams, the biblical answer is to put the family including having children before careers a woman's priority remember this has got questions a woman's priority should be her home and family Although working outside the home is certainly acceptable as long as the home and family take precedence over outside pursuits. The Proverbs 31 woman certainly had outside interests, including real estate and agriculture, but her home and family were always cared for in an exemplary fashion. She rose early. This is why we hate her. She rose early. She stayed up late. <laughs> she did whatever was necessary to see that her family was well-fed and well-clothed. She's a woman whose children and husband praised her. Taking her example, women are not to forgo having children merely to pursue a career. In the end, the decision to have children or not rests with a couple and God and is one that should be prayerfully and carefully considered, especially before a couple takes any irreversible steps to permanently prevent childbearing. There is no biblical injunction that requires anyone to have children. So although children are a gift from God, he can and does bless those who walk with him by faith, whether or not they are parents. Daryl, what's your initial reaction to that?
2: Like I said, it's all motivation. It's what are, what are the motives behind having or not having children or limiting them. Or I think you really need to be totally honest with yourself and lay your mm. fears out. Because mm-hmm. having children can be a very fearful situation mm-hmm. and very different fears for a mother versus the fears that a father has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- fears of provision for a father, fears of of just being able to do it mm-hmm. for a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so i think that's the first step is be really honest with yourself and with the lord what are your fears lay them out there pray about them and see if see if they're real Mm -hmm. see if they may just be the very thing that god is asking you to overcome Mm -hmm. and that was true in my case Mm -hmm. there again it's an individual journey for me it was a challenge to lay down those fears Mm -hmm. give them over to the lord and in doing so, both Teren and I have been immensely rewarded yeah, with yeah. this this family and the privilege of raising these children for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's been difficult, but ultimately a fabulous blessing. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And there were fears. There were fears that had to be acknowledged and laid before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And in. It's also very important to know that this is two people doing this, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. it, and and the fears of both need to be acknowledged. And we're also, we're also sinners. We're also fallen. We're also fleshly, and mm-hmm. there are things that may need to be overcome. And mm-hmm. if one cannot overcome them, the other shouldn't be forcing, mm-hmm. because resentment can result. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it needs to be a very much on the same page sort of mm-hmm. thing. And lay those fears out, face them, put them before the Lord Mm. first,
0: I think. And I think, too, um, you know, Jeremiah says the heart is deceitful above all Mm. things and desperately wicked who can know it. We don't always know our own motivations. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's bringing it to the Lord and saying, what are my motives? Lord, show me my true motives Mm -hmm. for having children or not having children Mm -hmm. and make it clear whether those are of you or not, mm-hmm. and whether those are what you want or what, whether or not this is what you want, mm-hmm. you know. So
1: I want to pick up on something. You, I was thinking as Daryl was talking, you know, you must be really proud of him just I being am. able to just get out there. Totally. And just, you know, most of these guys, you know, you men aren't really like. Let's talk about having babies, you know. <laughs> Daryl, look at Daryl. He's sitting in our closet here. You know, we've actually lit a candle. It's a very estrogen-rich environment, it, it is. and he's been at the retreat all weekend and on top at, of it. He's been at the yeah. You've been at Fearless with us. <laughs> So really, I mean, you need, like, you're doing really well, like, surrounded by yeah. all this estrogen. And that I'm is... thinking, as he's speaking, just such wisdom mm-hmm. that the Lord has given him. I'm going to
2: have to go home and hunt or something. <laughs> you going to
1: have to go home. And, <laughs> at like, least pump, pump iron. Yeah, at least pump some iron. <laughs> 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 Although you were channeling Arnold pretty good the other day. You definitely, got, you definitely have that down. But I, I'm wondering, as you know, as you guys are thinking and, and think, thinking with me about the mom and the dad and the parents, who mm-hmm. might be listening this, to this together right now, and they're not on the same page. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say that, you know, let's say that for like for you guys, let's say that Dorinda has said she doesn't want to have any more children if, for whatever reason. She feels like emotionally she can't handle it, or she mm-hmm. feels like, um, you know, physically her body can't do it. What is, Daryl, what would you say is a, a godly husband's response to his wife in that situation?
2: Well, I'm her protector mm. and I need to acknowledge those things and take them into account. Um, if I feel strongly that differently than she does Mm -hmm. my response needs to be prayer Mm -hmm. and see if the lord by his holy spirit moves on her and changes her Mm -hmm. if that's not going to happen i i can't i can't force that Mm -hmm. um because the outgrowth of that is is ugly
1: yeah for sure Mm -hmm.
2: so i need to look at her i need to love her right where she's at Mm -hmm. and i need to uh, acknowledge the things that she's saying and if i feel like we need to move on and do something different Mm -hmm. Uh, I have to see the Lord, the evidence of the Lord really working and changing your heart. And if Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, it's not for me to force Mm -hmm. a situation. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and what he's basically saying is what the scripture says, what God says to do, and that is to live in an understanding manner with your wife. And that's exactly what he's describing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. I think sometimes, you know, um, in, in, Uh, conversations I have with women around the country. And a lot of times this is, this is the conversation. It's a disagreement that a husband and Mm -hmm. and wife Mm -hmm. are having about this particular issue. And um, I'm always encouraging them. Look, you gotta be like this. Is the most precious of all relationships you will ever right. enter into in your life, right. mm-hmm. the marriage relationship, where we prefer the other person, we put the other person's needs before our own, and that's really, I think, ultimately what grows that relationship is because you trust the other person right. implicitly right. Mm-hmm. with your thoughts and feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. for uh, for women, I think especially. You know, the idea of having babies is, it's a it's a huge undertaking. I guess Jay's always right. saying, my part actually was pretty small. <laughs> my wife had a pretty big part in, you know, actually getting the baby here. You know, and I've, right. I've talked to many women who, you know, sometimes the tables are turned. And I know, um, like in your case, Dorinda, you wanted more mm-hmm. children than Daryl wanted to have. What would you say to that wife whose husband is just like, sorry, man, I'm done? Right. What would you say to her? Definitely the same
0: thing. Just pray. Pray mm-hmm. and ask the Lord to change his heart if that's what God wants. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what's down the road. And there may be a reason that God doesn't want us to have any more than whatever mm-hmm. children we already have. And mm-hmm. um, God is always going to honor um, you honoring your husband.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so I had to let um, just tell myself that, if God didn't change Daryl's heart about having more kids, that I was going to be okay with that. And Mm -hmm. I was already asking the Lord to help Mm -hmm. me to be okay with that, Mm -hmm. to be content with it. You know, Paul Mm -hmm. says that, you know, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that that passage is about contentment. Absolutely. And so um, so, uh, fortunately, I was very thankful that God did change his heart, Mm -hmm. but I had to be prepared that he might not. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think, too, when we're... You know, these, are, these issues are such personal issues. Mm-hmm. They really they are. are. Every family yep. is different. Every couple is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to be willing to just take our, what God's doing in our life. I mean, I love that, that verse in Psalm 107 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, when God does something good in your life, He wants you to share it. But when God reveals something to you that's personal to you, and and we're not talking about issues of salvation. We're talking about, like we said, issues of freedom. I really think that it behooves us to share the good things that God is doing Mm -hmm. and give the person who's listening the grace to hear from the Lord. Right. In that area, mm-hmm. because so many, uh, I think Christians are famous for this. Really, I mean, they we, are. you know, we're so good at saying, you know, this is what you should do. This right. is what I think. I think that you should do. Right. And how many relationships have we messed up right. because we felt like the need to sort of worm our way into somebody else's really personal decision? And Christians are really good at this. I mean, we we take, you know, we have very strong, and I mean, I am. You know, you guys know me. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty opinionated. I know Daryl's very opinionated Mm -hmm. very firm convictions and you do too. Mm -hmm. But there is a there is a softening that comes from the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. as you mature. In your walk with God. And he, and you start to realize, oh, and kids do this to you, too. Right. I didn't really know everything. I thought I did. <laughs> Oops. I thought I did. But child number five has dispelled parenting theory number six. I had this right. theory. I had this child. And the two of them didn't go together. And I think, man, what what would happen in the church with, and I'm talking about, you know, the big C. You know, right. God's God's people. I'm not talking about an individual church. What would happen with us as Christians if we spent more time in the Word of God encouraging our other brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in christ to read the word for themselves mm-hmm. and less time saying this is how you should live your life right and pray right. for them pray for if you really them.
0: feel like they're making a decision that isn't yes. wise pray for them first yeah. and um and i think it it really comes down to trusting other people's relationship with God. Absolutely. And trusting
2: God's ability to work in other people's lives without us interfering.
1: Ooh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, Jay and I had the opportunity for many years, for 15 years, to run a ministry that helped uh, parents plant homeschool co-ops around the country. And one of those co-ops out in the Midwest they actually, they split, that whole co-op split over the issue of organic food. Because after all, you know, <laughs> what would Jesus eat? Right. And we're arguing about what would, you know, what And I'm thinking, boy, the enemy is having a field day with us mm-hmm. because we lack discernment. The Bible mm-hmm. says if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask for it from God who will give it to you generously and without reproach. But we don't do that so often. Mm-hmm. We we come up with a, an idea or maybe the Lord even reveals something to us and then we use our own human wisdom to, uh, to try to get someone else to come around to our way of thinking. And right. really what you, what you guys just hit the nail on the head was, we should be praying more for those people. Mm-hmm. I, am, uh, I love this verse in Proverbs 3. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. Boy, that's a great verse for new parents. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean on your own understanding. And how many decisions have you guys had to make?
0: You know, over Mm -hmm. all
1: these almost 25 years of parenting. Awesome. And I think there's a
0: big challenge right now for um, moms and, well, for parents in general. There's so, we have access to so much information and we're constantly bombarded with parenting advice. Thank you, Mm -hmm. and and, and, Yeah. And on the one hand, it can be great. Yeah. We need to be really, really careful Mm -hmm. that we take the time to pull away from all of that Mm -hmm. and be quiet with the Lord and learn to hear his voice Mm -hmm. for our family. Mm Because it's just too easy to be distracted and follow all these other bunny trails mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. maybe none of those are what God has for mm-hmm. you. you. need to hear from him.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that the, what I would really like to leave everybody with um, as we close out this series, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's just been absolutely a treat to have you here. And I I got to say, I know these guys kids, so the, the, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're really wonderful kids who are walking with the Lord. Um, And we're talking about, you know, discerning God's will and knowing what God has for us as individuals and as families. And the bottom line is the Bible says that when we need to know God's will for our lives, it's always preceded by a heart that's yielded to actually hearing what God has to say. Mm -hmm. So we can't go into a time of prayer with the Lord with an agenda <laughs> we have to go into it right we have right. to go into it and go okay lord this is what i thought but i'm gonna lay this down
2: we're seeking god's agenda
1: absolutely i love that we we want to seek god's agenda our hearts need to be yielded jeremiah six sixteen says this is what the lord said stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths like what our parents maybe did <laughs> ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest i think that 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 promise from the Lord. When we ask the Lord, Lord, we've seen the ancient paths. We see what other people do. We see what's going on right now. What do you want me to do right right now? And then find the confidence to walk and really, you know, stand uprightly. Like, you know what? If the Lord gives you 10 kids, you can walk into Costco with a smile on your face Mm -hmm, because you know you're doing exactly what God asked you to do. And conversely, the mom who comes to the homeschool conference and she has three children Mm -hmm. does not need to feel ashamed or, like, she's somehow less than right. because she is uh, walking in the path that God has for her. Mm-hmm. And then, we as Christians, I love what you said, Daryl, about trusting God's ability to mm-hmm. work in the life of another believer. Right. That, you know, we can leave it there. We can actually go, you know what? I've actually seen fruit in your life. And I know that you can hear from God for yourself. Right. So I'm just going to pray for you. <laughs> I love that. I think mm-hmm. let's end the series. I'd actually like to pray for you guys who are listening. We're going to end that series just praying for each other because we have big decisions to make. We're right. living in a world where uh, we need to walk more closely with the Lord now than we than in than in my lifetime that I can ever remember. So let's close out this series just by asking the Lord to uh, be with us. Father, thank you for uh, your spirit, for your Holy Spirit, Lord, who fills us with wisdom when we need it. Father, we're crying out to you for wisdom. As your your children, we need to know uh, what you want us to do. We need to hear from you. And so, Lord, I pray for every person who is listening to this broadcast, Lord, that you would um, infuse them with your spirit. Show them, Lord, in your word what it is that you have for them to do so that we can walk in the path that you have for us. Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you so much for uh, my friends, Daryl and Dorinda, and their willingness to be here for this. And I pray, Lord, that you just bless them for just sitting here in my closet with me and uh, encouraging these moms and dads who are listening. Thank you, Lord, that we can follow you, that we can, by the power of your spirit, walk in the path that you have set before us. We love you and we worship you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. We're going to pick this up next week. We're going to be talking a little bit about homeschooling. And like I said, if you have not subscribed to The Busy Mom on iTunes, I hope that you'll do that. And we will see you here again next week. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.